Today on Bell and the Birdman, we watched Washington lose. Are you excited for a playoff run? Also, we thank you for your support on a really big event. It's all coming up for the Last Out Media Studios. But first, Taylor! Hit the music! Hello, everybody. It's another Liquid Death Sunday. What an amazing Bell in the Birdman bye week. The inaugural one as we uh, were hate-washing Washington and the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, what I thought was going to be some lovely chaos turned into some stupid, stupid football game overall. But, hey, the Eagles are going to have the start of a playoff run, question mark. Already started. It, oh, wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. Excuse yeah, thank you very much. Get that out. There we go. Wonderful. Already started. It already started. Okay, the playoff run started. What was it? Last last week. Well, it, it's happening. Well, according to it's you, it's going last week. Yes, yeah. it, it did. It did because they won a game that they needed to win, and now they are on the track. Okay, you had to beat the Jets. Duh. So they beat the Jets. They beat them by a billion. You hit the bye. You're healthy. You're going to play Washington. Washington now behind a game, maybe not so healthy. Mm-hmm. Washington also kind of sort of stunk in this Here game. Here comes Kyle Allen. He's strong. He's tender. He's big. Hey! Tender? I don't know. I you, assume you, he looks you, like a tender you, man. Tender in there? Soft skin. Whatever it is. It looks what? like a very... Look, Where did this... If you took Kyle Allen and made him like the Burger King guy with like the small hands, you remember that from back in the day? It's, That's like just a nice little tender fella. Are you saying the Burger King guy is tender? Yeah, of course. I mean, he serves chicken tenders, but is he tender? Yeah, I, he, I have he doubts is. about his tenderness. Well, the, the Burger King guy like steals from people. Yeah, right. He's, he's not tender. Tender people do well. I guess not he could be the tender Burger King and guy. Steal. Just like a guy who wish he has tiny hands, and then he has tiny hands. Like he reminds me of that dude. If I don't you know have if you tiny hands or tender. I have no idea. Where well, this I is like going. starting out of a podcast with a very confusing <laughs> reference, so that's uh, good. Good for good on you. Uh, but uh, you know, I I don't know why. People like Vince Quinn get like excited about this playoff run. Yes. And, like, after what we just witnessed, I mean, Bobby Dubs is here with us too. He's been enjoying the entire live stream. <laughs> a hell of a performance on <laughs> Bell and the Bye Week, as it was Thank great. Crack that bad boy open. Now we can officially oh, yeah. have takes. Oh, oh yes, that's what was missing. Uh, thank you to our friends at Liquid Death. Uh, as always, we have gone through millions and millions of cans today, and boy, oh boy, does the. Uh, the urine will testify to that. Oh, We've yeah. been in and out of the bathroom oh, yeah. with uh, nice, clean urine. Thanks to those guys. <laughs> LiquidDeath.com slash bell to get your, of course, uh, case uh, shipped freely to you for supporting the podcast. And I support the Philadelphia Eagles. I want to make that very clear to <laughs> this both This is a good you. start. Okay. And, and to Taylor and everyone going? that has enjoyed uh, all the festivities today. But, like, if you are trying to convince me today to get excited about a playoff run, like, yep. what the fuck are we talking about? That This is just, like... I've never seen Tyler Hineke. It's amazing. I'm even saying this. Never played that way. Even that is like, I mean, who? What was he? Dubs was he two for two for fourteen or yeah, something in the middle of the game? Two for fourteen for nineteen yards and an interception. <laughs> so like, yeah. I I and and now that's just you're opening the door for all the Vince Quins in the world to be like, see, Washington's not that good, so you should beat them. It's like, yeah, well, that Dallas team also beat the shit out of us like that, except the score was a lot more crookeder than that, and granted, it was a few weeks ago, but man, like, 
Washington's unfortunately a tender-looking Kyle Allen, <laughs> small hands, Burger King <laughs> motherfucker can still beat this team. And if it's not a walk in the park, that's not the Jets. The defense is good. And by the way, Dallas almost blew this fucking game. So I tell me how 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 am I supposed to get excited, Vince Quinn? Why are you excited about this team in a playoff run? It's playoff football. It's fun. I mean, the thing about Philadelphia and the way we get is everything's getting close to a playoff game. The way you get excited about getting into the playoffs and all the crazy things that we start talking about once we're in between that week and the actual yeah. start of the game. And and God knows, maybe they steal one. Like, uh, obviously, they're not winning the Super Bowl. That's next year with Russell Wilson. But for now, thinking about where they are. Yeah. Like this is rookie head coach, rookie defensive coordinator, effectively rookie quarterback, rookie wide receiver. Go get the playoffs. Go get in the playoffs. Show people something. Because here's wow, I'm sold, Bobby Dubs. Holy crap, a bunch of rookies. He didn't blow you away. He didn't blow you away. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. It's a quality thing with fifty million dollars of dead cap for all of these guys that everybody counted out to come in and play a good season and make it to the playoffs is something. Is it the best team you could possibly get? No, they have a lot of room to grow. They'll have $50 million in the next two years will be coming back into their pockets. The salary cap keeps rising. So you're going to have opportunities to build this thing to what you want it to be, which is not a running team. I'm so looking it's, forward to the 2022 <laughs> season then. What are you selling me here? It's start. It's growth. <laughs> it's culture. It's all those kinds of things. Be excited about growth and culture, Bobby Dubs added. No, tied it to the list. <laughs> is that not two. how this works? Like, you got to show that you can win and establish a winning environment and expectation and prove that you belong. And for Sirianni, I mean, I still have doubts about Sirianni. Massive monster doubts oh, yeah, about I'm him. getting to that, but too. But to be yeah, able to yeah. get... And if anything, you know what? This is really the biggest thing then because I, I don't want to make this about Sirianni. It is about the roster. Like the roster, people have been doubting this roster for a couple of years now. They've been underselling the roster. It's been injured. They've had problems. Coaching's been bad from 2018 all the way to now. Coaching's been bad that whole time. They've underachieved. I don't care about late Nick Foles playoff runs. They shouldn't have been in those spots. Okay? When the roster wow. when the roster is this talented all the time, to see them do this with all the dead money and the bad coaching, this is a roster that is going to make the playoffs in spite of Nick Sirianni. In spite of Jonathan Gannon, they're going to make the playoffs. And that's about the growth of this team, the future of this team, the roster is there. Man, I, I don't even know if they're making it in spite of. What if they're making it in lieu of? You know, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, I mean, according to Ruben Frank, Nick Sirianni is the guy that's been holding this team together through all this stuff. And, Guys kind of like them, kind of don't. I don't know if they're – are they making it in spite of and play calling and inexperience? Yeah, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought he was going to get fired. We thought he was a patsy that was hired <laughs> to lose games on purpose. Yeah. That was five weeks ago. Like, like, I mean, really, like the whole city wanted him fired before that Lions game. And after they lost that game, it would have really been over. I mean, yeah. it was Jeff McClain's season. It's Jeff McClain's season. <laughs> I think so it like, might still, still be soon. So we were doing all that fun. stuff. But – Sirianni, right now, where this offense is, it's not a professional offense. Vince, they're one of the best running offenses in football. They are, but they can't pass. Yes, Newsfest.com. Yeah. They don't Might have well a. Just put yeah. that next to it, too. That's what I mean. Like, this is boring, man. This is boring. Everything you're to it, talking to me about is so down the road, and that's fine, but yeah. like. It's just this annoying well, if thing. If you're not thinking fourth dimensionally, you have to think past just it's what not you fourth say. Fourth dimensional. No, it's just for me. We're no, talking no. about now, guys. Yeah, what are you talk I'm talking about right now. Yeah, you're telling me to get excited about a playoff run that's happening right I now. Know. And it, not 2022. No. Yeah. Listen to me. Damn it. <laughs> Let me speak. 
what you're seeing now will let you know where you are as a franchise, as a team, because if they make the playoffs and, dare I say, win a game, if they, they still win from somebody, then you know you are ahead of the curve. In, in terms of football, you are ahead of the sticks. Tell me a team yeah, a you've curve. seen lose the starting quarterback and the coach and make the playoffs the next season and win a game. That means you're way above where the average NFL team ends up after they lose those key components. That should give you hope. That should let you know, hey, we had some guys here. We have a draft that works. We are set. You can literally be if this, this works, if, if this is a team that's good enough to set. make the playoffs and win a game. This, we don't even know if this quarterback can hang past past these next couple of weeks and we're going, oh, yeah, problem solved if they make the playoffs. Meanwhile, the rushing game, the offensive line, has what has brought this team even to try and sniff it amongst this crap of of other teams like the Minnesota Vikings and the Atlanta Falcons. And, yeah, I know there's tiebreakers that you have all yep, over them. Yep, but yep, yep. Oh, yeah. It is a six and seven football team, and by the way, according to Ron Rivera, as we're recording this right now, uh, Taylor Hineke is fine, and if he is healthy, he will start next week in Philly per him. So I guess we can slow down the Kyle Allen tenderness a little bit. Here, <laughs> oh, well, that's a shame. But like, uh, we're all disappointed now. Great, yeah, yeah, fantastic. You've convinced me that there's hope in the future that this is a team that can overcome its coach if you're still believing in that or whatever it is. And that's why I should be excited about playing this awful team. That, my, By the way, I, I want to get 100% clarification that Jalen Hurts is also starting this week because we don't 100% know that. And this might be, man, if there's a second week of Garner Minshew, oh, my God, the city's going to be on fire. But we'll save that for another time. I, I just, I, I cannot get fired up about this, guys. This is a team that's boring, that's old school to, to, a, to a fault, like you are harming yourself, you're harming the development of Jalen Hurts by doing this 175 yards a game on the ground and all this stuff. Like it's just, it's not what's going to grow. And most of all, we have zero questions answered about what this team is and isn't in its future. Nothing set here, what Bobby. This does. Run does. No, it, it doesn't. Answer it does not. It's, it's not going it to answer a whole lot of questions. It will answer a whole lot, but it will answer some. It will let you know whether or not you're a piece away, whether you're They're a few pieces piece away. away. Not a piece away. Not a single piece. No. It could be a few pieces. It could be a five piece with a biscuit. Yeah, just <laughs> I, you never know. But you'll know where you stand throughout this last run of the season. Now, you know for, where you stand for six games. That's pretty much it. You mean it's. Uh, you tell me if you're a team that can go through with what they got, running the football, or if that's the game plan, make the playoffs, win a playoff game. You, it gives credence to all the Vince Quinns of the world. They go, you stick in Russell Wilson, and we're talking about a team that's perennially in the NFC Championship game. Well, yeah, that's the, what that says. The, if you make the playoffs and win a game, the talent's amazing. And here's the thing: for the Eagles that have been electric so far this year, they're not the sexiest things, right? But it's what makes this team good, and will make this team good long term, real major way. Landon Dickerson playing early in the season and and rough early, but they become the running team instead of the passing team. He looks amazing. Offensive line looks good because. He's next to Jordan Mailata, starting for the first time. Looks really damn good. It's not sexy. It's not great football all the time. Makes well, some no, good that's highlights pretty, that's in, pretty in sexy, yeah. post game. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> post game, you see all you see some of those clips of Mailata like really leveling people on some blocks. You go like, holy shit! So, yeah, you're gonna get some of that stuff. You know, like that is the foundation of this team in so many ways. And the offense, 
uh, the offensive line being so successful is the health of the franchise. It just is. You can look at anything else that you want. And quarterback is the usual thing that you do. But for this team, with where they are, you needed the offensive line to be great this year. They've exceeded expectations. And that's a believable thing long-term. Lane Johnson, I mean, we'll have to see what happens with Kelsey. But Jack yeah. Driscoll was in there. He didn't miss a beat. Herbig's been in there Except at stretches. Being like not being on the field anymore, yes. Well, for now, but Herbig's going to be in there. You don't miss a beat with Herbig in there. Like they, they are totally good at the offensive line. And to have that plus Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard shows you stuff when they actually throw in the ball, that's a really good offensive core. So seeing an offensive core like that isn't, it's not flashy yet, but it's a piece or two away in terms of like a wide receiver or a slightly better quarterback to being a flashy offense. It's very close. Yeah. And how does that help me in the next three or four games when, again, I am not confident that that fancy quarterback that may or may not be the guy, this running game won't be enough to beat the Washington football team, which looked terrible today. That's my problem. That's why I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue to kind of enjoy this with a 10-foot pole, essentially, because... To me, this team should have been way better than where it was, and it could have been. It could have been, and because of a lot of dumb decisions by coach and quarterback, they aren't. So, I, I, them making the playoffs morale sure. You think Russell Wilson's going to be here next year? So who yep. the fuck cares? Tank, go get more picks because you need to get cheaper anyway, and go get Russell Wilson and. Play behind this beautiful offensive line. Inspire Jason Kelsey to play one more year because they have a Hall of Fame quarterback that they can protect and they can get Devontae Smith the ball. And that's all Russell Wilson needs. You don't need to rebuild the defense. You don't need to do all these different things. So, I don't know. I'm pretty checked out because I know Jalen Hurts isn't going to be here, to be honest with you. There's nothing that I think he can do in this playoff run outside of playing like Peyton fucking Manning, (laughs) which I don't foresee happening. Mm -mm. He's not going to be the starting quarterback next year. We know that, and we are not accepting that, and I think I'm choosing to accept that as one of Jalen Hurts' biggest fans, which I think it is a mistake in the long run. I want to make that clear, but he's not going to be a part of this franchise next year. No, that's just so why. So what are you building towards? You're you're laying the foundation of a team that's so good that a quarterback that they don't believe in and many people don't <laughs> think is that good can get to the playoffs and maybe win a game like that's something we should be kissing Nick Sirianni's ass if that's the case. Well, no, because he had, he's done such a <laughs> terrible job because they don't like that's that's how good this offensive line is on raw talent alone. Running the ball. Great. It's a great thing to do. Uh, it hasn't really been innovated all that much since, you know, the RPO, which everybody runs and has been running for, what, five years? Yep. Like, th- four years? I mean, it's 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 a regular part of NFL offenses now. So there's no innovation. All they do is execute the things very well. Fine. That's, that's not a great Sirianni thing when you have Stoutland, like you've argued many times. Like, yeah. Stoutland is amazing. And for the problems of this team, the problem is they didn't want to be a running team early and they lost those games and did get behind the record, what, two and six or yeah. something like that. So to get to the point now where you're six and seven and and you've found yourself for what you are now and you can ride that to a playoff game and still not have any passing offense with any real reliability to speak of because Sirianni sucks at developing that right now. That's impressive. Like, I'm rooting on some level just for the offensive line. Like, I just want them to bulldoze people into the second round and just go, this is one of the greatest offensive lines I've ever seen in my life. Okay, and it's going to be a footnote. No one's going to remember it, and you're going to move on to the next thing. And you, even saying they're going to win the Super Bowl next year, like, 
I don't know, man. I want to look at NCAA tape. That's that's where I'm at. I'm ready to find out like uh, you what's, go. what's going to be around like your teens because that's a kind of another unfortunate reality we're coming to here is none of it's even going to be in the might not even be in the top fifteen. All these things, so you know, um, there's a there's a lot of questions that still have a ton of answering and just where where you're putting those building blocks and like I'll, again, if I if you don't believe that Jalen Hurts is going to be there, which I don't, Dubs, it's hard for me to be like, okay, cool, you know. They made the playoffs when they shouldn't have, and that's why I should be excited about the run. No, I just think for any <laughs> fan, you just the knowledge and, and being able to see where your team really is, and that can gauge where where your interest is going to be moving forward from this. You're like, all right, look, I'm in this because they do have a shot to make the playoff. They could possibly win a game depending on who they play in that matchup. So it makes you – it puts you in the mindset of, all right, I can care. I can see where my team is what's in front of them, what's possible, what am I looking forward to next season, what could disappoint me or not disappoint me if they don't get this person, if they don't uh, go out and sign this person, they don't go get veteran quarterback. Like this right here is like the stepping stones toward being a legitimate uh, contender or maybe just be a legitimate team in the NFC that can go deep and have deep runs year after year. You're setting it up right now. So it's important to look at this team, look at what they got, see how far they can go as currently assembled, and then what you can add from there going forward to make them even better. But you want to see that as a fan. You don't want to just go, okay, we're going to pack it in, and then you wind up not even knowing what you have because you said, fuck it, let's just lose the rest of the game. <laughs> I don't want them to necessarily tank either. I, want to see, I mean, we're all evaluating. We're all doing that stuff, but I don't know. What do you think? 215-509-5833 is how you text us. I think they're doing an awful job of trying to convince you and me that we should be excited about this run here. Like, it's just, you know, I don't know, Vince, try try, try, try me again. Where, where are you at? Well, it, no, this is actually funny because it, it actually helps you in this case. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. But don't do that. I, I just don't need to say me. this. I, okay. need to, I need to express where I'm at with Nick Sirianni because we have seen him for a number of games and we've ridden the roller coaster of Nick Sirianni so far this year. <laughs> oh, he was John Madden three weeks ago. It, well, <laughs> well let, let me say this, okay? Sirianni could make the playoffs and even potentially win a game, and I would still fire him. What the? What the oh, God. Oh, my How? God. This, this, man, this man just held up the shovel of all crap for how long we were just talking? For 13 minutes? <laughs> yep. Oh, no, John, don't eat it. But by the way, if they win a playoff game, I still want this guy gone. Are the you roster. In, you're insane. I believe in the roster. I believe in the roster, <laughs> and I hate Sirianni. I think he stinks. Dude, even I, 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 I want Nick Sirianni fired. I haven't changed my mind on that. But if he wins a playoff game and gives me the middle finger, I got to give him another year. He's going to get Especially it. with yeah. the roster that you just said, oh, my God. Despite, yeah. despite their head coach yes. and all that. Despite their head coach, you think this team is that talented that they could win a win? Then you're saying... This team's in a contender, and Nick Sirianni's in the way. Well, yeah. The, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, let me. I've got it. Just it. it. Yes, back. it just hit me. It just hit me. It just right. hit me. Okay, the Eagles are a jellyfish. Okay, you ever <laughs> you ever seen a jellyfish? Of floats course. around, of course. floats around, does some stuff, eats some stuff, grabs onto stuff. I don't know what jellyfish really do, but you get what I'm saying. They, you they, have they, to pee on your leg. They, they exist kind of and they're they're floating yeah. around and all that. You really see a brain in a jellyfish. You know what I mean? It's it's a living organism. It's doing stuff. But, like, does it have a brain? I don't really know. I don't know how it operates. Like Taylor, you got anything? I don't know what happened. Look at we just, jellyfish we were here, and then we took a left turn at Albuquerque, and now we're talking about jellyfish. And they're, they're very tender, by the way. <laughs> they're very tender. <laughs> 
But that's so he's just got he's just this this thing that's absorbing all this stuff, but doesn't really know what to do with it. Yeah, he's like the clear shell of the jellyfish, the clear gelatin, and like everything else is the actual guts that makes this work. And and that's the offensive line, and that's really what this is. It's just I I don't understand him. I don't know what he does well. I don't know what his accomplishments really are. Running the ball is kind of a brainless activity. How about you? That's amazing. I mean, that's why I love Vince Quinn to death. That's <laughs> just, just amazing. What a, what a, what how a, could you even think that, like, if he makes playoffs and then wins the game, there's no way. That's how good the roster is. You know what? By, and oh, it'll yeah, piss ahead, off Vince Quinn. He wakes the playoffs, wins the playoff game. He fuck around get an extension. And then he's here for okay, a yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs> insulting. Okay? He's basically, how about this? Right. He's basically an NBA coach, right? <laughs> like, when you get an NBA <laughs> coach sometimes. He's Brett Brown. Oh, yeah, there you Brett go. He's going to make the playoffs. There man. we go. Yeah. You can give Brett Brown, Joel yeah. Embiid, and Jimmy Butler and Ben Simmons, and you know what I mean? He's not going to get the most out of it, but they can still get to the second round of the playoffs. So here we go. Here's All Brett right. Brown. Well, here's where I'll completely disagree with Vince Quinn then, because, like, it's, and for, and Taylor too. Like, mm. how dare both of you, honestly? Like, <laughs> I, to be honest, if Russell Wilson's here, explain Garner Minshew's chart looking the same as Jalen Hurts' passing chart, looking the same as Russell Wilson's passing chart, okay? So, like, if you're saying that the talent of this offensive line, which I do agree, if Russell Wilson was here right now on this roster with everything that's happened, they would be neck and neck with Dallas, probably. And we would be talking about them as NFC Championship contenders. They right could be now. neck and Two neck games. with yeah, yeah, Dallas, the Rams, the Cardinals, everybody. And I'm saying that as Nick Sirianni as the head coach because what I feel Nick Sirianni could be, and this is where I would give him leeway if he wins that playoff game or whatever, if we even get there. But you know, he does kind of remind me of the Zach Taylors, the uh, whoever's, and you know, we're starting to automatically having to get the Lafleurs of the world. You have to give a little credit to them, mm-hmm. but really, they're not doing anything different than Sirianni perceivably is doing, which we believe is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and the quarterback is really just hanging the passing concepts. This is where you were talking about, I think, three or four weeks ago. Maybe even when we were like, yeah, they they seem like a bunch of philosophers that got into a room. Yeah, yes, that was that <laughs> was. This fun. is where philosophy works with a with a, a living, working organism tool that like can literally do anything you want, like a jellyfish. Yes, yes, yeah, like a jellyfish. Like a jellyfish. <laughs> there you go. So it all comes full circle here at the Bell and the Bird. I'm fine with Nick Sirianni and Russell Wilson being here. And you should be too, you idiot, because that's like that's exactly what Russell Wilson needs is this offense and that offensive line. They would be they would they would have a much better record than Seattle. Yes, hundred percent. Even though they do now. Look, I'll be fine with uh, Rich Kotite coaching this team if Russell Wilson's on it. I don't care. I don't care. If Russell Wilson's on this team, I'll hire Urban Meyer if Russell Wilson's on this team. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, oh, yes, hundred percent. We're we're gonna the go out and biter? get coffees and talk about Russ. That's all we're gonna do. <laughs> it's gonna be with great. Biter I'm, in my town. I'm totally in for all that. I'll do anything with Russ once you get him here. But yeah, like that's the, the quality of the team. I think is pretty good, and it, I think it's, it's really good except for QB one. Sorry. It's really good except for QB. And, w- and the wide receiver depth stinks after Smith. They don't yeah. have anybody. I mean, no. like uh, honestly, I'm at the point where they should just they should start Greg Ward. Start him. Man. What else are you going to do? Ouch. He's a professional wide receiver. 
Is he good? Not no. really. But he's professional. He belongs on a field. He makes a catch. He can do the basic short yardage stuff that you want to see. He didn't do it last week. <laughs> well, yeah, he was probably like, wait, I'm on the field? Is, is something wrong? How did I get here? Did I get lost? Was I drinking? But I, I knew I shouldn't have had that brownie. What happened? And then he just got hit in the locker room. Yeah, so I like that. That's what happened. But I would go back to the Greg Ward well before I'm going back to the Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins, whatever the hell else well. Like, what else yeah. are you going to do? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just. He would make up a lot of ground. That's all I know. There we go. So there we go. That's going to get you over the hump, John. It's Big it's a ground. Greg Ward started wide receiver too. He's going to change your world. It's going to blow your mind. Finally, going to get into that Jason Avant head of his, and that's yeah, exactly. He's going to just going to solidify everything. Exactly. Yeah, this is this is the graduate, and you're what Sean Penn or whoever the hell's in the graduate, and uh, oh Greg Ward is the older woman. Uh, Sean Penn? Did you really say Sean Penn? Dustin Hoffman, you absolute yeah. fool. 20 years off. <laughs> yeah, movies. You know. actor, no. There's people in them. This. There's people with faces and hair. Uh... Well, um, it, certainly, like, really, really curious on, on man, there's a lot. I feel like there's just a lot of great punching takes in there. 215-509-5833 between, uh, between all of that. And I want to tell you what we did today uh, right after I tell you about Jeff McClain's tweet. Because this, I think, is going to be, like, a major talking point the entire week. I can already feel it of just every radio caller and everybody else bringing this shit up. Micah Parsons versus Devontae Smith. Now it's a thing because Micah Parsons is this premier pass rusher, and here's Jeff McClain's tweet. Imagine the Eagles didn't project Micah Parsons as a rusher. Otherwise, decades-old philosophy would have likely resulted in taking him over Devontae oh. Smith at 10. <laughs> Unless they didn't evaluate talent at high, gotten wide receiver, uh, but in terms of value, it could haunt them. And then there's, of course, Mac Jones. And, like, going on and on. Please like, kill me. Good Please Lord. Good Lord almighty. Like... <laughs> Sure, you, uh, like if you're gonna make Mac Jones, like I'd rather you make a, a Justin Fields argument. Yeah. At least that's that's yeah, or, or either one of them. Sure, they could have drafted uh, uh, a million different quarterbacks in between, but like I I am gonna be so fucking tired of this. Micah Parsons, once he has a second year of tape, I'd like to come back to all these conversations. I'm not saying anybody's wrong. He's playing out of his fucking mind, but even today. He's looping on stunts. There's no one on him, and it's Antonio Gibson left to block him, who, by the way, is god-awful at it, and there's a free sack for everybody. I do not regret once, once, that the Eagles taking another thing that they miss on all of the time. In fact, we're just talking about it. We're just talking about it. D DK, Justin Jefferson, all this. Yes, did they miss on that? Of course they did. They're on a high of a Super Bowl. The owner's taking out the fucking Cadillac and going... <laughs> me play you know and now that that's not happening as much anymore i would take Devonte smith a billion times over micah parsons full stop between what we've tried to experience in this city in trying to find a wide receiver that you can draft especially after going through jalen rager and all that stuff yes to vince's point i'm not even going to say his name because les bowen is bringing that up again Oh, yeah, we'd free him up to take a pass. We should do this. Yes, if they were better at their jobs, they wouldn't be where they're at. They're getting yeah. out of the mess. When are you going to look forward? Yes, critique them all you want, but Micah Parsons is not going to be as good in year two. Mark my words. Still going to be good, just and not as good. I can see it. I can fucking see it. It's all raw athleticism, and he's winning, but they're going to figure him out, and I want to see him in year two and three. 
Well, That's all. By the way, wait for Devontae Smith in year two and year three. Exactly. Like, with this, the quarterback, Yeah, please. wait yes. for him to have somebody that can throw him a deep ball. Somebody that's going to throw him accurate when he crosses the field, when he crosses the formation. Wait till you see that out of Devontae. Then we'll hear all this Mike Parsons bullshit. Yeah, like, what would you rather have? A guy that can get you 10 sacks in a year or a guy that can get you 100 receptions? Got to give me 100 catches. Yeah. It's easy. It's it's an offensive Automatic. league. Yes, it's an offensive league, and Especially for a guy for like team. a guy like Devonte Smith, being as technically great as he is at wide receiver and the shape that he keeps himself in, he could play for a while. Like yeah, yeah, he could play for a long while. So looking at what you're getting in that, you know, you know what I really regret at night is the SEC Alabama Heisman winning wide receiver. If we're gonna if we're gonna <laughs> second guess that guy all the time, we might as well never evaluate picks ever. Yeah, and and this is just another thing to me, Dubs, that I don't know if you notice, but every time where the Eagles are not playing, or if it's a Monday night football game, a Sunday night football game, and there is some form of the Eagles have a relationship with that player of somebody they cut oh, or traded or whatever. It's suddenly the worst fucking thing that anyone's ever done after Vince Quinn is exactly saying the same thing. Devontae Smith is a home run. A home run. They got it Full right. Stop. What the fuck are they End doing? the conversation, right? They like, got I it right. What shit. are these people talking about? Exactly, like, it, 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 and it seems like it's like it's preordained, it's preplanned every single time. Like you said, there's some primetime game or there's some game where it's going to be national media. Like they got the one o'clock game today that everybody's going to be watching on Fox, and again, it's the fucking Michael Parsons show. We get it. <laughs> what a bunch! There of was morons. somebody who was drafted around if, the same time the Eagles drafted somebody. It's going to happen. If gonna happen one of you year. wrote this sentence, I'll shut up. And I'm talking to Elliot, Les, Jeff, any of them. If you wrote. Micah Parsons is far and away a better investment than Devontae Smith. I want to see it. And if you didn't write it, shut the fuck up. And I mean it. Like, just shut up. I, I mean that in a very, you know, silly way. I don't actually a like A tender it. way. It's yeah, a very, very tender way. By the way, I'm Bobby Dubs, but, and I do approve but, this message. But shut up. Like, you guys do this all the that time. No. You gotta have like good lord. Like this I, isn't a fanism. Like, this is just we cannot keep doing this shit. This shit is every year with a different player. God forbid with those three fucking picks next year, there's somebody that goes just above them because they didn't trade up and the motherfucker like makes the Pro Bowl. We're not gonna hear it for the rest of the decade. Oh my god, they had three first round picks and they missed on this guy. It fucking happened. Yeah, you didn't pick the best player that was available right now. Uh, you didn't pick him with your pick. Like, come on. What are Wait, we doing? It was like the guy that went one overall. You didn't trade all three of those picks for the first overall pick and yeah. pick this guy? That's the type of shit these people come up with. The Michael. Eagles went five rounds and didn't draft Tom Brady. <laughs> we still got a Why don't we talk about that? We need to talk about that. They went exactly. five full rounds These minimum. Fucking idiots. Didn't draft Tom Brady. <laughs> we should fire Andy Reid. We should retroactively fire him. Like, what are we... Why? Why? When you have a good thing that Every everybody year. likes, everybody likes Devontae Smith. Everybody likes and people were worried about his size and whatever. He bullies people here and there. He can jump and make contested catches. To look at a guy that is so complete and so elite in terms of talent, he doesn't have the numbers because of the quarterback and the offense and all that stuff, but that guy is elite right now. Yes. If you're going to second guess that, tell me a linebacker just in general. Tell me a linebacker is more valuable than a wide receiver. Please never say I'd that. love to hear it. Please never say that. And you better it's not. not true. And that's it's the never thing. never true. But, but, but. Okay. Here's what I'll say to their point. Yes, 
now that we know Micah Parsons is a pass rusher, yeah, I'm sure everyone's, I'm sure he would go first or second or third or fourth overall if that was the case. But none of us knew that at the time. None of us. I mean, the no draft gurus probably did, but none of the surface media knew that. And I, and we all know that. Ha! Anyway. Yep. It's a good show. Hi, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got uh, that out of the I, way. Uh, I, uh, switching gears, though, uh, it's probably all the liquid death. That's what it is. I look at it. I feel like I have balls of steel when actually mm-hmm. it is just the purest, wonderful, mountainous uh, water from the Alps that gets placed into a 16.9-ounce aluminum can with a flaming skull that literally says liquid death on it, and it could convince you that it is anything else other than water. That's why it's cool. It's why it's awesome. And uh, if you bring it to a bar, a party, or whatever, it doesn't feel like you have to stop enjoying the environment because simply it looks like it belongs in the beer section or (laughs) wherever else. And more importantly... It's 100% recyclable, my friends. That means that this aluminum gets infinite recycled, unlike those horrible plastic bottles that you keep throwing away into the corners of Earth. Yeah, that doesn't. That just sits in a air hangar in Newark and just hangs out until somebody burns it illegally, and it's disgusting and it's, it's gross. It's very deceitful. Not to get off on a tangent, but it is very deceitful as far as being a can. I literally got kicked <laughs> off the Uber app because of liquid death. Really? My passenger thought I was drunk because they saw the can in my cup holder. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it kicked me off the app for 48 hours. <laughs> and the contestant is insane. So if you want to fuck with people, get your liquid death, put it in the cup holder, they'll think you have an open container. Yeah, and Uber, lighten up. My goodness. I'm like, yo, I, I'm not the drunk. The lady got there in half the time she was going to get there. Amazing. Amazing. It is true. And... Uh, if you can uh, go to liquiddeath.com slash bell, you will get free shipping on any case that you order, and it really helps support the podcast when you do. And you guys did something amazing today, by the way, to support the podcast, Woo. which I want to get into uh, as uh, we close this thing out. But honesty hour, do they beat just temperature check? We're seven days away, give or take a few hours in between. Yep. Do they beat Washington on Sunday? All right, let me uh, let me take the temperature real quick. Yeah, uh, it's just that's your butt. That's your butt. Oh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. ooh, I'm hot. I'm like I'm steaming when I touch myself. Yes, we are winning that game. We're winning by a lot. It's a playoff party. It's going to explode. People are getting on board. John Barchard is getting on board next week. So. It starts. So. It's. It, I already told you it started, but it will continue, and people will know next week. Uh, I do think they run the ball a lot. I do think they win. And then I think I'll get a little excited. But it's going to take me a week. I'm just letting you know it's going to take me a week. And, Dubs, you and I have talked about this. Yeah. I think it's time that if they win, and i got to clear it with, again, Carrie, because, I, you know, Christmas cards, pictures, you know how that <laughs> is. But I will absolutely go blonde, and I will absolutely go pink beards for our man of the year, yep. Jason Kelsey. Dubs is going pink beard. So, uh... That has to start with a win in Washington. Will they do yeah. that? I absolutely believe they win. From the mistakes I saw today, and oh, thank you, Ron Rivera, for letting me know it's going to be Taylor Heineke. Because if he plays anyway like he played <laughs> in that game, the Eagles are going to demolish the Washington yeah. football team because we've just we've been just as opportunistic on defense as the Cowboys have been all season in this last five, six-week stretch. You got a, <coughs> a healthy Darius Slay. He's going to be out there making plays. Steven Nelson's going to be making plays. 
This is a team that if Taylor Heineke hasn't cleaned up any of that crap, and I have no faith that he has cleaned up any of the mistakes he made today, we're going to get some takeaways. We'll take the ball away. That means we're going to have extra possessions. We'll be able to, I know John hates this, but shorten the game. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to run the ball, and they're going to win the game. <laughs> well, uh, I can get down with that. Um, as long as they win, I just want to get on board. I want to have like a definitive a definitive nice win, even if that means you're running 35 times. Fine. Just blow them out. Let me know you can handle this team again in a couple of weeks. And then, like, I'm having a little nervousness again about, like, seeing the Giants and going through that whole thing. And, you know, they just want to protect my baby boy, Jalen Hurts, guys. That's all <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little scared. I do need to get a dog. But, hey, I'm just being honest with you. And I'm sure that you feel the same way. I can hear you. There are there, let us know two one five five zero nine fifty eight thirty three. Just your overall. Are you excited? Do you think they can pull this off? Because I really want to dye my hair blonde and pink for Jason Kelsey. I'll <laughs> dedicate the rest of the season to him. Absolutely. Um, and I want to dedicate the rest of the season to our entire support group of well, just that's all of you. Uh, we did something today that we weren't sure how it was going to go. It's uh, something that we think we want to do on the bye week. Every single time, and uh, it's the I've been calling it the the Bell and the Birdman bye week for a reason. We raised uh, a four hundred and forty one dollars and twenty five cents for the Eagles Autism Foundation, and for us, it was a joint fifty fifty. Um, something that uh, we are very passionate about uh, with the uh, the Eagles Autism Foundation, and what the all the work that they do, how many lives that they touch. Uh, just being Philadelphia Eagles fans. Um, to have such uh, a world-renowned, honestly, facility that really uh, covers the entire spectrum of autism and really cares for each individual there. You have changed so many lives today. We were just thinking, man, wouldn't it be great to get you know, $150, $200, something like that, and you nearly tripled that uh, just by your generosity and everything. So that is amazing, and that goes to our hardworking people like Bobby Dubs, Make hey. sure our microphones and wires and all that stuff stay intact and maintain the studio, the podcast, all of that. And uh, every time that we ask you guys to do something, you go above and beyond. It's mind-blowing that this happens. There's more people joining the Discord. Uh, just an amazing day and something that we want to continue to do throughout. This is this is definitely a, a permanent bell and the bird thing. This is a lot of fun today. Yeah, sure. no, this this was amazing. And to John's point, I mean, the fact that we're such a new show, I mean, we started doing this just before the season. Yeah. So it's not even like, oh, we started in March and we've been doing this for a while and building up. Like, to be so brand new and the amount of support that we've gotten from everybody on the text line going back and forth with everybody, on the Discord, Twitter, people that regularly talk to us. And just for you, even if you never interact with us like that, you just like listening to the show. For us to see those kinds of numbers of people that listen each week is like, it's really amazing. And it tells us, for me and John, we've made a lot of leaps to do all of this. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that tells us that we're doing the right thing. So thank you so much for believing in us as we go and build all of this. And we can't wait to do a whole lot more good. Yeah, a absolutely. To Ben, to uh, to Thomas, to... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Thomas almost uh, almost gave us uh, double the money. In yeah. fact, oh. Olivia did double up and yes. gave us two fifteen dollar payments, totaling uh, thirty dollars and sixty cents. Thank you so much, Olivia, to that. Uh, to uh, Michael Lyon, who's just an amazing person overall and has really really helped us with not only business but the podcast and all that. Samantha Casey, amazing. Thank you, uh, Old Guard O Four. Uh, I don't know your full name, but thank you, uh, T Ginsburg. Thank you. 
Um, a uh, and what, what was the we had a huge one, way out a, a nice a sixty nine dollar one, which I thought was very nice. Yep. Uh, came from uh, from Dan over there, and then a uh, hundred and one do- dollar donation uh, coming. F- oh, coming from the old guard. That was our biggest one of the day, and uh, that automatically actually makes you a member of uh, the Bell and Bird crew. So once you get to the hundred dollars, we have a whole bunch of tears and like to give back to you, and definitely go check that out, bellandthebirdman dot com. But uh, we're gonna keep this up there for another twenty four hours. We really appreciate all that. If there's anything you want to get from one, two, three, four, five, like like I said, five dollars changes the life, and uh, five dollars uh, also gives uh, Dubs a, exactly. a nice slice of pie. For so. just a dollar a day, <laughs> you can sponsor a Dubs. <laughs> uh, make me a commercial like the Sally Field kids. <laughs> and uh, but uh, certainly go uh, subscribe to the newsletter and uh, do all that too, and. Check out all of this great work that these people are doing around here. Love this. Uh, love you guys. Thank you, to, uh, as always, to uh, Dubs, to Taylor Cordatis, for Vince Welcome. Quinn. I think that's going to wrap it up here on Bell and the Birdman on a bye week. Please, God, get me excited for the playoff run. We'll see you on Tuesday. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.